Hello and welcome to Motivational Madness in Less Than 8 Minutes, the podcast dedicated to the study and function of living a self-driven and self-directed life. I'm Herbert Ricardo and here we will discuss what drives us to achieve and how we can stay focused and energized on what we do. While servant leadership is a timeless concept, the phrase servant leadership was coined by Robert K. Greenleaf in The Servant as Leader, an essay that he first published in 1970. In that essay, Greenleaf said, The servant leader is servant first. It begins with the natural feeling that one wants to serve. Serve first. Then conscious choice brings one to aspire to lead. That person is simply different from one who is leader first and chooses power and materialism first. The difference manifests itself in the care taken by the servant first to make sure that other people's highest priority and needs are being served. Here's the test for servant leader. Do those served grow as persons? Do they, while being served, become healthier, wiser, freer, more autonomous, more likely themselves to become servants? And what is the effect on the least privileged in society? Will they benefit or at least not be further deprived? A servant leader focuses primarily on the growth and well-being of people and the communities to which they belong. While traditional leadership generally involves the accumulation and exercise of power by the one at the top, Servant leadership is different. The servant leader shares power, puts the needs of others first, and helps people develop and perform as highly as possible. When Ken Keith was 19 and in college, he wrote the Paradoxical Commandments for High School Leaders. Just think, he wrote this at the age of 19, a young man wise beyond his years. You can find his thoughts and ideas in his classic book, The Case for Servant Leadership. Here are the paradoxical commandments. People are illogical, unreasonable, and self-centered. Love them anyway. If you do good, people will accuse you of selfish ulterior motives. Do good anyway. If you are successful, you will win false friends and true enemies. Succeed anyway. The good you do today will be forgotten tomorrow. Do good anyway. Honesty and frankness make you vulnerable. Be honest and frank anyway. The biggest men and women with the biggest ideas can be shot down by the smallest men and smallest women. Think big anyway. People favor underdogs, but follow only top dogs. Fight for a few underdogs along the way. What you spend in years building may be destroyed overnight, but build anyway. People really need help, but may attack you if you help them. Help people anyway. Give the world the best you have, and you'll get kicked in the teeth. But give the world the best you have anyway. Wasn't that awesome? We spend so much time building walls to ensure that we're not taken advantage of, making sure that we're not hurt, and concerned about being embarrassed. Kent reminds us of being human and helping others along the way. 
Society for Human Resources Management had an article in Security Management Magazine, and they state, Servant leaders are a revolutionary bunch. They take the traditional power leadership model and turn it completely upside down. This new hierarchy puts people or employees at the very top and the leader at the bottom, charged with serving the employees above them. And that's just how servant leaders like it. That's because these leaders possess a serve-first mindset, and they're focused on empowering and uplifting those who work for them. They are serving instead of commanding, showing humility instead of brandishing authority, and always looking to enhance the development of their staff members in ways that will unlock their potential, creativity, and sense of purpose. The end result? Performance goes through the roof, says Art Barter, founder and CEO of the Servant Leadership Institute. And that's where the magic happens, agrees Pat Felitico, a former executive at IBM. Experts often describe the majority of traditional business leaders as managers who mainly function as overseers of transactions. Employees maintain desired performance levels, and in exchange, they receive salary and benefits. Generally, these managers are positional leaders. They derive authority simply from the fact that they are the boss. The servant leader moves beyond the transactional aspect of management and instead actively seeks to develop and align an employee's sense of purpose with the company mission. The fruits of these labors are bountiful. Servant leadership advocates say, Empowered staff will perform at a high innovative level. Employees feel more engaged and purpose-driven, which in turn increases the organization's retention and lowers turnover costs. Well-trained and trusted staffers continue to develop as future leaders, thus helping to ensure the long-term viability of the organization. In practice, Southwest Airlines, under the guidance of founder Herb Keller is frequently cited as the model servant leadership corporation. Keller's philosophy of putting employees first resulted in a highly engaged, low turnover workforce and 35 plus consecutive years of profitability, an unheard of record in the turbulent airline industry. So as we can see, servant leadership is not practiced by all managers and leaders. It's reserved for the kind but strong, thoughtful and decisive, mission and policy driven by supporting and empowering the employees responsible to do the job. Servant leadership is a way to serve people. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I'm Dr. Herbert Ricardo, professor and lecturer of workplace psychology, organizational behavior, and the author of Workplace Culture in the 21st Century, How Our Work Defines Us and Shapes Our Society. If you know someone who can benefit from our series, please share. So stay well, work hard, and remember, make someone's day. Until next time.